Get ready to take a bite of Peach ATL. Peach ATL is Gay Atlanta's longest-running, LGBTQ business-certified weekly magazine. We deliver the best in community events, arts, gay culture, and entertainment. Get weekly high-profile celebrity interviews and coverage of the most important events and festivals. Go to peachatl.com to learn more and get your bite of Gay Atlanta. Hi, this is Michael Hildebrandt, Editorial Director of Peach ATL Magazine, and we look forward to seeing you in print. Hey everyone, this is Marcy Alt and Ginger Nichols, and welcome to Let's Chat. We are Atlanta's newest all-lesbian talk show, and we are going to be here to talk about the latest and hottest topics concerning the LGBTQ community here in Atlanta. Tune in twice a month. We're going to share our life experiences. And we're going to dive, when I say dive, I mean dive, into the topics that you want to hear about from, of course, a woman's perspective. We're going to be broadcasting on Sundays. Let's Chat is produced and sponsored by Meek Productions Incorporated and Peach Media and Printing. For the podcast link, visit www.peachatl.com. Once again, that's peachatl.com. And we can't wait to see you. So let's chat. Hear you. Talk to you. Chat with you. Let's chat. Greetings to our listening audience and welcome to the 11th spring season of Meek Productions syndicated shows. We're making history again from a woman's perspective as Meek Productions in partnership with Peach Atlanta Media and Printing presents Let's Chat with Marcy and Ginger coming up next. Good afternoon. Welcome to our very first Let's Chat with Ginger and Marcy. I'm Ginger Nichols. Marcy Alt is right here with me. I'm and Marcy Alt. You are, Mar- you are the legendary Marcy <laughs> Alt. Now, wait a minute, Ginger. <laughs> you can't just, t- I can't take that anymore because where I have right here in print, and if y'all have a Peach Atlanta, you can see it, there is an ad in that publication that says, and we share the line, darling. We do share the byline. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. And we do it share. Says it says Atlanta legendaries. I'm excited Mercy about Alt and Ginger Nichols and Ginger Nichols. Yeah. So, so here we are. Here we are. Uh, we want to welcome everybody to our very first podcast. This is a premiere for us here in Atlanta. Thank you so much for Peach Magazine. We are super excited to be here. We are going to offer all kinds of uh, subjects to talk about. We've got. Lots of opinions about lots of things. We've got lots of guests lined up to come in. Uh, some other Atlanta legends that we've got going to come in as far as part of our LGBTQ community. And uh, we're just super excited to get this thing going. Absolutely excited. I know that this has been working. Um, this has been in the works now for about three months. Um, you and I have been actually probably more like a, a year <laughs> and a three year, months. Right. About a year, but the last three months we've been on serious. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I am super, super excited to do this. I'm even more excited at the fact of what kind of show it is. Yes. Like, it's not like the show that we're just going to go to the bar and interview the drag queen or the drag king, uh-huh. or it's not the game show where we're going to go. Pull up your partner here. Uh-huh. We're actually going to talk about real things that happen in the world. A, a lot of real stuff and, and, and try to hopefully bring in to, back into the fold our elder lesbian community. Woo-hoo. Bring us back Wait, out. Did you call me old? I said el- we're elders. <laughs> I'm not saying that, that I'm old. I am an elder in this community now. So yeah, we have a too. lot of wisdom to bring to the table, and I think it's time we get it out there. Yeah. So. I'm super excited about it. I really am. I'm excited for a couple of other things, too. I don't know what you've been up to. I do know what you've been you up do. to. That is a total lie. I do know what you've been up to. And I'm super excited about the future of this show that our, that our lives yes. is actually what we're bringing to this as well. Absolutely. So, you know, for those of you that are out there, what y'all don't know... Ginger was my real estate ba- broker. I am. I was your real estate agent, and 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 I like to think that we were friends first. We, of course, we were. So remember, that, we did a show once. We did. We <laughs> did another podcast together before. So Marcy and I have been down this road uh, together. Uh, this is the second journey that we're on, and uh, I think it's getting even better. And yeah, we've got lots to talk about. Our both of our personal lives are on the table. Um, there's not. 
much that's off limits with me. I've had the discussion with the wife at home about what's <laughs> what's what's acceptable and what's not. So yeah, I mean we're awesome. We're ready to share. Awesome. I did the same too. It's funny. I talked to my my girlfriend's name is Elisa. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been together. It'll be four years. Can't believe that. I can't either. That's crazy. I I'm know so it's proud crazy. Of you. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of both of you. I mean, it so, takes work. I talked to her on the way down here. She really is my biggest fan, mm-hmm. and I love her so much. And I am super excited that I get to anything that I do, I, you know, spin off her. Yeah. So one of the things that I do, Ginger, um, I think you know this already, is I am Ask the Lesbo. You are Ask the Lesbo. It's one of my favorite things, too. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's one of the best things. So for those of you that don't know, Ask the Lesbo is actually... Um, do you call it an article? Call- it's like an Abby. advice column, basically. Yeah, yeah, like Dear Abby to the LGBTQ community. Yes. So um, every time I write, mm-hmm. I before I send it out, I have my girlfriend, you know, go over go it. Go over it. Sure, of course. <laughs> and I know whether or not I did a good one, if she laughs, uh-huh. or if she gives me that scowl. Uh-huh. So what y'all don't know is I just did a new one that's coming out. Yes. And I'd like to do a teaser to show oh, by what Ask the Lesbo is. Now, for those of you, um, Mikhail is my editor. So he is the editor of, of Atlanta Beach. Yes. So he, um, without him, let me tell you, he fixes my sentences. <laughs> he dots my T's and crosses my I's and, you know, I guess that's or the, the opposite way. Yeah. Uh, w- right. I was with so, you. So I'm just, I would like to read you the newest one that's coming up. Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit. Give me a little teaser. Give, give, me, a give little, me a teaser. Give me a little bit. Now, it has a little foul, a little bit of foul language in it, but Mikhail did let me know that he made an, um, a dollar sign and an exclamation point to take it out. Okay. So, dear Lesbo, <laughs> it pains me to ask this question, as most men would find it annoying that I'm complaining about my lover and his sexual erotic fantasies. My friends complain about their lack of sex. Really, I would dream that that would be my problem. My question is that my lover wants sex morning, noon, and night. And rarely is it just simple sex. I've been a top now for over 20 years. And for the past six years, my partner is more the top. And Uh I really rarely am. So my first issue is that I feel like sometimes I'm being abused or pounded like a rag doll. Lately, lately, I mean, I'm not laughing. I, I I'm got trying it. not to laugh at I, that. I like. know, and this, and you know what? I'm sure you're listening to this. And I, again, you have a new name, so you'll see. So lately, his fantasy is me being tied up and constrained to where if I struggle, it hurts, and he gets upset. Having sex two to three times per day has left me raw and dreading the sound of his footsteps. I love him. I just don't want to hurt him. Oh, how do I tell him we need to be versatile and share being a top? I believe that I have created a sex monster that can't be tamed. Please help me as breaking up is not the answer. Signed, the hurting homo. So now let me give you my response. I I was going to say, I can't wait my... I mean, while I'm processing this letter in my own mind and trying to respond to this gentleman in my head, my true joy is truly going to come from hearing your response oh, to this young doozy. man. To this that's man. a doozy. Wow. Hurting homo. I feel your pain. Thankfully, it's not literal for me. <laughs> this answer is really quite easy. Sit the stud monster down. And just be honest. Let him know you love him and that he is physically hurting you as well as, you, as well as mentally. If you tell him this behavior is hurting you, it'll stop. Tell him that you want to make... I'm sorry. If you tell him this behavior is going to make you want to stop having sex, I promise you, he will alter his studliness. Now, let him know... You were interested in a versatile lover, which is why you, you introduced him to being a top. Now, if this doesn't work, hurting homo, you can always go to Tokyo Valentino. 
buy him a male stud doll and let him fuck that. Trust me, he will adhere to your requests willingly. I mean, Signed the Lesbo. I mean, I love Tokyo Valentino like just as 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 much as any LGBTQ person here in 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 Atlanta and. That sounds ab- abundantly reasonable to me. I bring this up because I actually get emails like this. Like, and, uh, you know, listen, first of all, I'm a lesbian. I don't know much about male sex, but, you know, I mean, I've had it once or 15 times, maybe. <laughs> we'll talk about, we'll address those things later, too. It was many, many years ago. Um, but, you know, I mean, as I was thinking about it, I felt so bad for hurting homo. In all kinds of ways. Yeah. I feel bad for him in all, <laughs> all kinds of ways. Yeah, well, well, that's why I said literal, you know. I mean, I, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to share that pain so with you literally. I am just hoping, hurting homo, if you are out there, I would love for you to call into our show one time and let me know that my advice works. Uh, we need to know what, we have to have some resolution to this. This is just like, kind of like dangling the carrot out there and we don't get to know. It's like a cliffhanger that we don't ever get to finish. Listen, I have to tell you, I did a little research before I did this. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm pretty sure you know this. My good friend, Chris Coleman, I know you know Chris. Chris Coleman, he is one of the general big boys at At Tokyo Tokyo Valentino. Valentino. Yeah. And I asked him, I called him up. Do Uh they sell male stud dolls Mm -hmm. that people can... Yeah. They do. I was shocked. I learned something (laughs) new. So here's what I asked him. You ready? You're gonna love me. Uh huh. Okay. You're gonna love me. Okay. Uh huh. We're gonna do a live show from Tokyo Valentino's. Oh, girl! <laughs> Bring it! I'm like all that. about that. That I is some stuff right like there. That. See, that way we could look at all the cool stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we can. I want to see what a male. Have you ever seen one? I, I have not seen the actual dolls. I've seen one of the. Uh, the female dolls, but I've never seen a male doll like that. So yeah, I'm a hundred percent in for that. I think it was great. Hey, dude, whatever, whatever helps you fly your freak flag. I am all, I am 100% supportive. You do you, I am here for it. Whatever trips your trigger. That's, that's all good. Yeah. I, you know, so again, hurting homo, we are here for you and just be straight about it. Really, because I, I guarantee you, if you've been with him as long as you said in your email to me, mm-hmm. he's not going to want to go anywhere and just, you know, put the little stud man away. Yeah. That's all. That's all. That's so crazy. That's kind of the stuff. So the reason I also wanted to share it is uh-huh. because I have so much fun doing that. So guys, yeah. pick up Peach Atlanta Magazine. Look for my column. It's called Ask the Lesbo. And, and it send doesn't, me a question. Yeah, it can be any kind of question, too. So it doesn't necessarily have to oh, be... Oh, yeah, it just, doesn't have to be sex. Yeah. doesn't. I, I mean, the next question, I'm not going to read the next one, but uh, the next question is actually about the sidewalk jungle Midtown is becoming. Oh, okay. So somebody oh, asked me um, about that, and I was like, well, you know what? I'm not a gazillionaire. I can't stop that. That's truth. I wish I could, but I can't. So let's give, uh, let's give folks a little bit of our background. So that they kind of get a little bit of an idea of who we both are, since somebody that's listening for the first time may not know who Marcy Alt is and where she came from and how did she end up here in Atlanta. I am originally from Buffalo, New York. I am a Bills fan, true and true, does not surprise me. When you see this woman, you will not be surprised that she's from New York, not even a little bit. It's funny because when I say that I'm from New York and I don't have that you know, New York, Manhattan accent because I'm from way up north. I'm like, you're really from the north. Yeah, I was raised literally seven miles from Niagara Falls. That's so cool. That's I and I was there until I was in middle school. My parents moved us to California. The last blizzard. (laughs) I mean, you literally went from one extreme to the other. There was no in between. (laughs) Exactly. The blizzard of, I think it was 76 Mm-hmm. I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, because I skipped sk- sixth grade because when I got to California, you know, New York and California educational levels are a little different. Sure. So they skipped me from sixth grade. Uh-huh. I went directly into seventh grade. So um, I did seventh grade through college in Southern California. Nice. Granada Hills, as a matter of fact. 
Nice. <laughs> so, Southern cow. Woo. And then um, after school, after college was over, um, I opened up. How I got to Atlanta is a funny story. Um, I opened up the one of the first gay dating services in our country. You go, you fucking, so, you fucking <laughs> pioneer, you. God, I love you. I, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had, I, me and two of my best friends, we bought a straight dating service to turn it into uh-huh. a gay dating service. The only reason we bought it is because they had the Myers-Briggs testing uh-huh. and all of that for compatibility. Sure. And the only thing we had to change is like, instead of it saying, in courtship should a man bring woman's flowers? Well, yeah. that doesn't really... <laughs> that doesn't necessarily right. apply, but... So, it, the, the same... The same context. The same concept applies, but not the the context of should you bring your partner flowers or should you bring it? So all we did was change the word up. So we opened that up in California when I was literally, I was 19 years old. Wow. Um, And we had two offices up there and we wanted to have the dating service all across the country. Mm Mm-hmm. So what what do you do when you're in Southern California? You're 19 years old. You have a party. You have I'm all your friends you party. Over. Yep. And we had what was called um, it was called the map party. So we ha- I had a big map of the United States up on the wall. I mean, it literally took like the whole wall. The whole wall. Okay. And everybody that came into the party got a dart. All right. And that where the dart lands is uh, where we were going to decide of where the newest office was going to be. Now that's dope. I like that. So, you know, when I say a party, it wasn't a lot of people, right? There was like seven of my best friends. Okay. Me and my partner at the time, whichever one that was. I don't know. <laughs> that was so long ago. <laughs> Get that mental, mental yeah. book out and start flipping through the pages. So I made some chicken wings, made some cocktails, and it was time. So I let all my friends know that I was going to be leaving Uh and they were going to help me figure out where I was going to go next. So my best friend, Carrie Ann, she threw a dart and it landed somewhere in like Idaho. And I'm like, I am not going there. I am not doing Boise. I want to do like somewhere along the Eastern seaboard. Uh Now remember we're girls and we weren't really good dart players back then. Uh We're seasoned now. (laughs) I was going to say, now you know where you would be able to hit where you wanted to go. So... Um, I took the dart and I hit Boston and my girlfriend at the time, she hit Atlanta. I called Boston and it was 22 degrees outside. No, thank you. I called Atlanta and it was 67 degrees outside. I'll take Atlanta. It was not rocket science. It's It's not big. It's not hard to figure out. Right. Packed up the car two days later And and I came to Atlanta. Um, and when I got here. Literally, back then, if you remember correctly, we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have computers. Nope. I, I rented a house in from, like, the Yellow Pages. Yeah. So I called, the you know... Uh, like an apartment service, it, it was, a rental it was place. Houses. Yeah. yeah. It was actually through schools and colleges. Um, so I did that, and I had two stipulations. Two. Okay. I needed a garage. Gotta have it. And I needed a fenced backyard because I have a dog. Got a puppy. Got a puppy. So we drive four days, get to Atlanta. I pull in. Now, again, remember, I am in California when I did this. Where do you think that they put me for when I got to Atlanta, Georgia? I thought I was going to be, I I was in Decatur. Uh Don't get me wrong. They put me on Midway and Memorial Drive. (laughs) Right off of Columbia. I pull in at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, As I pull into this house, I'm like, where's the garage? It's a carport. Mm -hmm. It's a carport. Not a garage. Not a garage. I'm like, I call. I don't care. It's four o'clock in the morning. I call the guy who I rent the house from. I'm like, where's the garage? Did you take it somewhere? He's like, it's there, isn't it? What are you doing? I'm like, sir, this is not a garage. This is a carport. And he's like, um, in Atlanta, Georgia, that's a garage. And I'm like, <sighs> I wasn't going to argue again. It was 4 a.m. I took out my suitcase, my girlfriend's suitcase, the cat, the dog, and our overnight bag, like toiletries and stuff. Sure. Went into the house, went to bed, woke up in the morning. Now, again, I asked for the dog, the, the fence. fence. Yep. 
we looked in the back and you could see that there was like, you could see it was four in the morning. I wasn't really checking, but it, you saw that there was a fence. 8.30 in the morning, I wake up, I go outside, there is no car. Somebody stole your car first night? First night. Holy oh, no, shit. it gets worse. Ready? Ready? Oh, no. I go out and I'm calling my dog, Pounder, Pounder. Come on, Pounder. That was your... No dog. They took the dog, too? The dog got killed. Oh! My no. first night in Atlanta, Georgia, my dog got killed and my car got stolen. And now, you stayed. Any idiot would have... And you stayed. Yes, I stayed. I, I mean, first of all, I paid three months in advance. I was. Well, I, I, I am a Jewish girl. <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so I called him up, and he didn't know that there was a hole in the fence. And I mean, you couldn't. I walked the area, and if you didn't check, I mean, it was literally under. Yeah. And you know, my powder just. So. That's literally my first day. So by day five, I had to buy a car because I'm here to open a dating service. Yeah. So, and back then it wasn't like it is now. Like you got your money right away if you got something stolen. You didn't have to go through 16,000 hoops, mm-hmm. you know, because like all the stealing and stuff didn't happen. It happened over time. Right. I guess. I don't, you know, I don't know. So the insurance company sent me a check. My dad, who was still alive at the time, God, I miss you. Um, I called my father because I never bought a car before. Like, you know, my parents have always done everything for me. I was a, you know, 20 year old piss pot, nothing when I got here. And I called my dad and he's like, look it, I want you to wear the most ripped up pair of jeans that you have. Uh Look like a bum off the street and do not, do not let them talk you into, you know, extras. And I was like, dad, I got this. I got this. I've Mm -hmm. already researched the car. I already have the check because... You got the insurance check. I got the insurance check. And, you know, my parents were so great. My parents bought me that car. So, like, it was, you know. Yeah, you didn't have a car payment. I didn't have a car payment. So, I have a big fat check. So, what do I want? I want the coolest car ever. I'm in a new town. I got to have a cool ride. Back then, tell me if you remember this car. Do you remember the Mazda Miata? Dude. When it came out? Like the hottest car, right? Of course. So I searched every Ma- every Mazda dealership in Georgia, and I found two that ha- had the car. So we went to go down, and I'll never forget it. They're not in business anymore. Um, it was called uh, either Earl Schmidt or John Schmidt Mazda on Cobb Parkway. Wow. Me and, Sh- me and Sharon walked in, and we're holding hands. Now, remember, I'm from West Hollywood, right? You're West Hollywood, and keep in mind, this is what, 80... 80- 84 84 85 yeah um height of the height of the aids epidemic right like you're talking a totally different time absolutely and again in la like where i was from you know being gay was cool i lived in you know yeah you were in west hollywood first uh, incorporated gay city so i walk in holding my girlfriend's hand like i'm hot shit i got a twenty two thousand dollar check in my pocket ready to throw down i'm gonna so I walk in and I hear the guy say, I'm not going to help those dykes. Uh-oh. And I went, did I hear that correctly? Oh, now, I've God. always been a little bit of an activist with an attitude. Yeah. I, that, now, for the, that is a mild understatement when she says that. So I heard him say it again. Now, you can call me anything, but a dyke I am not. I mean, I am a soft butch, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know... He, what I ended up doing was go to the manager. I whipped out this check and I said, this would be the last dealership I would ever give my money to. This is what you lost because of that. Ooh. So at oh. that moment, I knew that I wasn't the only gay person that's ever felt that kind of discrimination. Uh-huh. And what happened to me at that car dealership is the reason why I invented the gay yellow pages. So uh, nobody would ever have to feel that again. I love that. Love that. So we're going to take a little bit of a commercial break here. We're going to come back in just a few minutes and we're going to pay some bills and we're going to come back and then we're going to talk. I'll tell a little bit about my story about how I got down here to Atlanta. Uh, But I know first that Marcy wants to, uh, we want to talk about one of our, our very first sponsor. (sighs) So excited. I am excited about them. Um, uh, Zucca. Now they are in Vinings, right? Yeah. Zucca Pizzeria. 
And Bar and Grill, they also have a full bar ginger. I'm super excited. It's a little Italian gem. They're located in Vinings. They've got a super extensive Italian menu. I mean, they'll have the whole family covered because, you know, us lesbian moms, we've got kids and everybody we want to bring out. They got you covered from pizza to, like, what do they have, linguine and oh clams? God. Yeah, and, and they, they can do white or red clam sauce. They they have, you said that their menu is, like, off the charts good. The garlic knots. Do you like garlic knots? I, Listen, I have never met a piece of bread that I did not like. So, yes. The, yeah, the garlic knots are amazing. And it's awesome. No matter it's family style. So, when you go there, uh-huh. bring your appetite. Okay. Really bring your appetite. And, you know, check it out. Look them up. Look at They also advertise in Peach Atlanta. Find them in Peach Atlanta. Call them up. Go have dinner there. And it's Tom, right? Tim. Tim. I knew it was a T. When, when you go by. She loves you, Tim, I promise. I, I knew. I, yeah. <laughs> Just make sure and tell Tim that we sent you by. He's the guy with a super heavy New York accent. You will know him when you hear him talk. <laughs> You're tuned in to Meek Productions syndicated radio shows. Don't go anywhere. We do have more in store. Greetings, this is Jim Farmer, Festival Director of Out on the Film. Since 1987, Out on the Film has been dedicated to supporting the exhibition of LGBT film and video art forms with top-rated films, intimate settings, audience participation, and special celebrity events, which gives moviegoers and sponsors a way to connect and extend a 90-minute film into a lasting relationship. For more information about film submission, the history of the festival, and how to donate or sponsor, please visit outonfilm.org. That's outonfilm.org. Meek Productions is proud to be an official media partner for this organization. Let's Chat wants to thank our sponsor, Zucca today, Zucca in Smyrna, right, Marcy? They're in Smyrna or Vinings. Well, you know, depending on who you talk to, if you talk to the New Yorkers, they're going to say Smyrna. (laughs) You talk to the Hoities, they're going to say Vinings. The fancy schmancies. But listen, if you are looking for Italian food and you're in the area, it is by far the best place around. They do Postmates, they do Uber Eats, contactless delivery. You can order online and pick up if you want. And when I tell you this place is amazing, Marcy, their food is off the charts good i've never had anything bad there so listen whether you're going for pizza or going for linguine and clams you're gonna love it go see tim say hello to him he'll put his new york accent on the next thing you know you guys are brothers and make sure you tell him that ginger and marcy sent you from let's chat are you an lgbt music artist looking for worldwide exposure well look no further meek productions does it again as it presents the official radio spinoff of the upcoming music workshop and concert series, the various artists' talent showcase. Tune in twice a month as we give the latest hits from the newest music discoveries in the LGBT community. We support and believe in the independent artists. To have your music played on our radio show, visit our official Facebook group or visit our website at meekproductions.com. That's M-E-A-K as in Kite Productions with an S dot com. The various artists' talent showcase, where LGBT music artists take flight. What's up, everybody? This is Miko Evans, the CEO of Meek Productions Incorporated, giving a special love shout out to Marcy and Ginger on being our very first syndicated all lesbian talk show. Stay tuned. Let's chat. We'll continue right after this break. Hey, this is Maurice Jamal, and I want to invite you to join me with a new movement that is designed to honor, preserve, present, and recognize the numerous contributions of black LGBT people all across our country. History of Black Gay America is Meek Productions' new division, created for the advancement, evolution, and progression of queer people of color. So if you're a pride organizer, activist, or historian, and want this concept in your city, and you should, register as a chapter manager or representative by visiting their website, blackgayusa.meekproductions.com. Once again, that's blkgayusa.meekproductions.com. Remember, know your history and know your heritage. After I came out, I remember being on the playground and someone threw a ball right in my face. How would you feel if others treated you like you didn't belong at school, on your sports team, at church, or even in your own home? Millions of gay and transgender youth are made to feel like they don't fit in every day. We've all been hurt by words before. So before you speak, think about how your words might affect someone else. You have the power to make a difference. To find out how, go to glad.org. That's G-L-A-A-D dot org. 
Get ready to take a bite of Peach ATL. Peach ATL is Gay Atlanta's longest running LGBTQ business certified weekly magazine. We deliver the best in community events, arts, gay culture, and entertainment. Get weekly high-profile celebrity interviews and coverage of the most important events and festivals, such as Out on Film, Toy Party, Joining Hearts Pool Party, and all Pride Festivals in Atlanta. We distribute all across Metro Atlanta to reach thousands of weekly readers right where they shop, live, and play. Go to PeachATL.com for the digital issue and exclusive content even if you don't have access to a physical copy. Once again, go to PeachATL.com to learn more and get your bite of Gay Atlanta. Hi, this is Michael Hildebrand, Editorial Director of Peach ATL Magazine, and we look forward to seeing you in print. Welcome back to Let's Chat with Marcy and Ginger, brought to you by Meek Productions and Peach Media and Printing. We are so glad to be here. We want to thank uh, Meek Productions and Peach Media and Printing for helping us get this podcast off the ground. We couldn't do it without them. They are our partners, and we love them, so thank you. Yes, we love them. If you're just joining us, we are. Uh, this is our first broadcast, and we are kind of introducing ourselves. We've just kind of gotten to learn how Marcy got herself here to Atlanta and Man, that car dealership, like, all I can think of when you telling me that is all I envisioned in my head was that scene in Pretty Woman of her going, big mistake, huge. Yep. You know what I mean? I like, kind of did that. You were literally that girl. I did. I mean, literally, I pulled the check out of my, you know, I it was in you my You had pocket. a pocket? Yeah. And I pulled it out, and I went, this is what you just lost, asshole. Oh, can I say it? Can I? You, we checked all the okay. boxes. You're good. We, okay, good. So, and I let him know, this is what you lost. Wow. Like, I literally knew the car I was going to get. You know, I yeah. knew it. And there was only two dealerships. The best part of that story is, is I walked out and I went three doors down. This time I got a little smarter. Uh-huh. I told, I went right up to the GM and I said, this is what happened at, you know, Joe Schmo, Idaho over here. Uh-huh. And he said, oh my God, really? We love gay people. Well... <laughs> Whether he did or he didn't, he loved your money right he then. He did love my money. That's right. He gave me a 10% discount on the car. Nice. And my girlfriend and I bought the car that day. Then I drove my happy ass back to the car dealership the that other- did that. Yes. I put the top down on my Mazda Miata, made out with my girlfriend for about 20 minutes <laughs> until they kicked my happy ass out of there. So- that is the greatest. Mm-hmm. And thank you for creating the gay yell. And that was your inspiration. That was right? my inspiration. I was... I was a stand that day that nobody ever had to feel that kind of humiliation. Nobody ever had to feel that kind of, you know, being less than. Like, wait a minute, my money is the same as yours. That's exactly right. And I'm not going to let that happen, so. So the creator of the gay, of the very first gay phone book in Atlanta is here with us. And I have to tell you that when, as a young baby gay in the 80s and 90s, when I came out, when I moved to Atlanta in my early twenties, um, that's how I found that. That was how I got resources. Like literally, I had to go and find your the gay pages. Like I had to go. I had to come into the city because I moved to Douglasville. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, yeah, right. So, so my resources were limited. So when I came into the city, I picked one up and took it with me, so that whenever I needed something, a a a plumber or, you know, anything, somebody to work on my car, anything that I was able to find places that I would feel comfortable going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and for somebody like me who has kind of been able to, what do we say, kind of travel in those lanes fluidly sometimes, (laughs) depending on Ginger, nobody would know you're gay. If you and I walked into the place, I would be the queer, I would be the gay one, you would be the straight one. Probably. So you could always get away with it. And it it was a different time back then, too. So sometimes it was necessary to kind of play those games to protect yourself as as a woman. Yeah, so thank you for making the gay pages. Like, it was one of the greatest things ever. I, and to to find it when you're that age, you know, like in your 20s, and you've just come out, and you've just moved to a new city where you don't have the inner, when, you know, because that's the thing is like the younger generation right now the that are listening, like you guys have always had 
cell phones and the internet and your tablets and all that co- and, and super easy ways to stay connected. Yeah. And those of us that are approaching, you know, the middle part of our lives now, we didn't have that. No. So having that phone book, like that thing was a lifesaver back in the day. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't imagine, I can't imagine how many people that you helped with that. Like, so uh, thank you. I, yeah. You're welcome. And it probably is the, you know, literally, listen, I have to say, I am proud to, to be the one that did it. I'm also really proud that I put it in places because let's face it, Atlanta's a bubble, right? Yeah. So it's not really the bubble that needed it as bad as Douglasville. Exactly. And I had places in Douglasville. You did. Uh, because uh, they have, Douglasville has the best crawfish etouffee place. It's, I was going to say it's the seafood. <laughs> but I knew exactly what you were talking about. It's right there in downtown Douglasville. And I know exactly also, what you're talking about. Pickleberries was a bar there uh-huh. that I used to play softball with. Okay. Um, And they did their own, um, their own, it was a brewery. Oh, okay. Their own beer. It was called the Pickleberry. Nice. And it was, it was a gay place in Douglasville. Uh-huh. So, you know, it was that, and then I took it all across the country. Mm-hmm. So um, we started it in Atlanta, and then by the time we finished, I think we were in 19 states across the country. That's amazing. So it was a, I'll tell you what, it was a hell of a ride, baby. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's just amazing to me that, that you were able to accomplish so much at such a young age and and really advocate for the community in a way that still the benefits still are there because it continues to, to roll. It's just changed to a new form of, right. Right. of connection. Yeah. Now. yeah. now, now Gaberhood is evolved. So the gay yellow page has evolved to a, a, something called Gaberhood. And now Gaberhood has evolved to, um, the GBA, which is a Gaberhood business Alliance. Yeah. Um, and it is all about networking. It, yeah, it literally is about supporting the community and the businesses and the people that support. And it has diversity and inclusion training. It has white papers. It has networking. It is, you have to be, you have to go through a very, very, I don't want to say a rigorous process, but you can't just join Gaberhood Business Alliance. You have yes. to be accepted. Your company, Basically, you got to be vetted. You got to be vetted. You have to prove that you treat your employees with respect. You have to prove that you, you know, don't just tell me you're LGBTQ friendly. You're going to show me you're LGBTQ friendly. That's what I like to and, hear. Um, there is no other organization that does that. Now, listen, I've been a member of the NGLCC, which is the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce, um, for years. Yeah. I actually was nominated as um, businesswoman of the country mm-hmm. um, through them. And, you know, they're a, great, they're a great advocacy place. But they don't do that vetting. And anybody and everybody. They take everybody. Yes. Gotcha. And I'm not, our, there's too much crap going on where people just want. Well, they want to jump on the coattails. They right. want to, I mean, we're double income, no kids. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So we, we, we have a lot of bargaining. We have a lot of financial power that we bring to the table as a group, yep. you know, as yep. a community. Yeah. And, yeah. and if we put our money into places that that are uh, beneficial and and that are supportive of us. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I want to spend my money. Yeah, exactly. You know, every one of our business partners have to go through diversity and inclusion training. Mm-hmm. They have to go through sexual harassment training. They have to go through LGBTQ training, diversity training. Um, that's amazing. Um, so once they do that, then they get vetted, and then they get what's called Equity Now, mm-hmm. um, and they become an Equity Now member, which um, gives them, you know tons of benefits and you know yeah, access to national access stuff to sure. all that stuff so it's a really cool thing what it's what my the little gay yellow pages you know was started this. out as and now i have you know hundreds of thousands of people across the country that use our product so i'm blessed i'm very grateful beyond belief you know and i'm very you know excited about it all so and what brought me here was believe it or not what brought me here was i i was I don't want to say that I was bored because I sound like such a snob if I did that. And I'm not a snob. I've been doing this for 30 years. I needed uh, to do something else. I needed to have a little more fun. Yeah. So I sought out Mikhail and Brian. I mean, it's just, I think we're at that point in our lives, both of us, 
where like we've experienced a lot of shit, a lot of shit, man. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth. We've been through a lot of shit. We've seen a lot of change in our lifetimes, but there's still so much work to do. And, and I'll be honest with you is, is now I think at the age that both of us are, there's, I don't know about you, but there's zero fucks that grow in my garden anymore. Yeah. And that makes it much easier yeah. to be able to, to do and say the things now that I would not have right. said in my twenties, trying to do that career climb and, you know, well, I was the one that, you know, did all those fucks, trust me. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and you, I, don't, I don't, like I said, I don't regret anything. I mean, I feel blessed. I mean, I've had, you know, dinner with the Kennedys. I've had, you know, I sat next to um, guys, Jesse I, Jackson. Guys, I cannot wait <laughs> to tell you some of these stories about Marcy. Like, she's in a movie. There's all kinds <laughs> of shit, you guys. When I when we get into it, like, it will blow your mind. Uh, this the, woman. The movie the, was great. <laughs> the movie was great, and it's crazy, too. Like, the, I never will forget the first time you told me that. Like, we were talking, and I had known Marcy for, like, two years and we're just having this conversation and she just casually just drops this bomb that she was in this documentary movie. And I was like, wait, pump the brakes. What did you just say? Did you just tell me you were in a movie, like a feature movie? HBO, baby. On HBO. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Turns out, yeah, I've been, I'll go back and look. at. I, yep, I've seen that. I was like, oh, my God. So obviously, as we get into the podcast, we'll talk more about these stories and stuff like this as we tell more about our lives. So enough about me. How about you, Miss Legendary? I mean, mine is not near as exciting as all of that. <laughs> I'm just a little bitty transplant from Tennessee. I mean, you know, um, born and raised right up the street, it feels like, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, grew up there, went to high school there. My parents owned a business in town, a bridal shop, if you can believe that. <laughs> Just call me the black sheep of the family. <laughs> yeah, I did not do great coming out in the early 90s with owning a bridal shop. <laughs> My mom was not Did they real. used to make you put up? Girl, I had to model the wedding dresses. I have, yeah, boo. It's a, uh, yeah, girl. Oh, man, I wish I could but, but here's another good thing, though, is all of those fashion shows that we did have, we did, there was a whole, like, lingerie mm. section of the fashion show. Now, I did not have to participate in that, but I certainly did get to choreograph a and you lot got of to it. Watch and it, I, and I got to pick out the outfits and who wore what outfits. So, yeah, it was That's a how her fun. parents figured it out, guys. <laughs> I know it's how one person figured it out in particular. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, I grew up in Tennessee. I started working in uh, communications right after college. Right when I was in college, I started working at the television station and the radio station in Chattanooga. Um, got a job right out of college in radio and uh, just kind of have never looked back. And my job in radio was actually in Georgia. It was right across the line. Because there are those that know where Chattanooga is. I mean, like you could literally like throw a rock over the Georgia line sometime, depending on where you are. And uh, I was working in Georgia, but living in Tennessee and having to commute back and forth. And so finally I was just like, you know, let's just see what we can do. So... I had another job. At so the, the radio station was a radio station for Tennessee, but it was located in Georgia. Yes. Okay. Okay. So th their broadcast <laughs> signal was was right. I mean, they you know what I mean. They they served the Chattanooga area, North Georgia, kind of that old whole upper part of Georgia. It's a southern thing. It's totally a southern <laughs> thing. Totally a southern thing. But yeah, so I did radio. Um, I've done uh, morning. I started out doing nights, much like your Ask the Lesbo. I did love song requests and dedications. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. So I, I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about when you when you get your letters and all that kind of stuff. It's super fun. And then I moved from nights to uh, to the morning show. And I was a co-host on several morning shows in Chattanooga. Uh, I've been a co-host on a morning show in Rome, Georgia. In fact, I worked with the gentleman who is the field host for the Atlanta Braves. Mark Owens and I were uh, partners on a morning show up in Rome, Georgia for a awesome. while. 
yeah, so I've kind of been around, um, worked a lot off and on in corporate America and retail and stuff like that. So, and let me tell you, she's got some stories about the retail girl. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. I have a lot of good stories about retail. So after that, I just decided to, uh, once I got down here in Georgia, like it's just, I mean, it's home now. And I love this city. Like for somebody like me living in Chattanooga, um, and being, cause you know, working at a radio station, like I wasn't out and I wasn't really, I mean, I was out to the people that worked with me, like they knew, but I wasn't allowed to be out on the air. Oh, so you were closeted. Oh yeah. Oh, totally wow. closeted. So coming to Atlanta was always like my little, ah, my people, you know what I mean? Like I would come into this, into the city from Marietta, like right when you cap that little hill and you can see the top of Atlanta and see all the buildings. And I remember being like 20 something and seeing those buildings and being like, Oh, my people are there. Yes. And I could come down here and I could be myself. I didn't have to hide who I was. I could just be me, right. you know, and I didn't have to put on a show. So, you know, it's been a long road and, uh, I'm glad to be here. Been uh, married now for going on three years. Married, but together with my wife for over 10. Yeah, Jamie's awesome. Hi, Jamie. Hi, honey. We've been together for a really long time. Like, we're the old lesbian couple that has matching recliners and all the stereotypes. (laughs) Lots of animals. Lots of animals. The garden. Yeah, we do all of the the typical stuff. And they make pickles, y'all. We do make some mean pickles. I'm, I'm a definitely a good canner, that's for sure. <laughs> that's the southern girl in me coming out. And now you work with Justin, Jay-Z. I, I do. I work with Justin Ziegler at Common Ground Real Estate. I got my license uh, a couple of years ago. Thank you, Shannon Hames, for that. Ah, uh, love me some Shannon. We're hey, going to have her on later. She's going to be a guest later on. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing selling real estate. I, have, I should have done it years ago. I really should have done it years ago. Um, but it's truly a passion of mine now. I love, love, love it. And, uh, and I love helping our community too. Most of my clients have been LGBTQ community clients. So it's been amazing. It's awesome. I love the love and I love helping people find a home that they love and they feel comfortable in and they feel safe, you know, because that's super important, especially the ladies. Right. Right. That's great. Because I love the ladies. It's funny that you say it's one of your passions. So I do something that most people would never, ever guess that I do. Right? You do. And Uh, you're great at it. So I have have a side gig. Right? Marcy has a side hustle like nobody's business, dude. (laughs) I mean, and it started, it's just like the... (laughs) <laughs> the crate like it was just a kind of a it was a thing it, it was, was just, just a thing because it's right. just so good in, in and of itself right so so my side gig is i own a company called mappa's matzo ball soup and nosh and marcy's <laughs> kids call her mappa so you know right so i'm a single mom by choice mappa is ma and pa mm-hmm. so hence the name mappa's matzo ball soup and i'm a good jewish girl that's been cooking soup for about 50 years now with my great-grandmother taught me how, and now I probably do about between 40 and 60 quarts a week. It's insane. Marcy brought me some. uh, I was ill. I was sick a couple years back, and Marcy was like, let me make you some soup. I'm going to bring it. You're going to eat it, and you're going to feel better, and I was like, okay, she's going to bring me some soup, and I'm going to eat it, but I don't know if I'm going to feel better. Marcy brought me soup. I ate it. I felt better. It's delicious <laughs> like it's legit so it's homemade matzo ball soup i use kosher chickens that um are courtesy of empire um mm-hmm. kosher farms and all of my um vegetables are farm to table um i um and you're nominated for best in atlanta too <laughs> i got nominated my matzo ball soup got where nominated. are our gays we need you to vote we yes. need marcy to win Yes, I got nominated for the best soup in Atlanta through the Jewish times. Um, I'm super proud of it. I really am. I think it's amazing. You sent me the little link saying I got nominated for best. I was like, look at you. (laughs) What literally just started as a side hustle. 
for friends. It was really it, just it, your yeah, friends during just, your holidays, yeah. right? That's what I was that's helping, what started. My, or if my friends got sick. Yeah. And then when COVID happened, it happened to be the perfect storm. So um, people couldn't go out. And, and you delivered. I was not afraid to deliver. Well, you just <laughs> left it at the door. So yeah, you did no contact delivery. So there was no contact like Marcy yep. make it at home. Just take it and still hot, warm when you get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's yeah, it's good stuff, and it's uh, it's it's you know we do all kosher. Co- it's all kosher. So we do matzo ball soup, we do kugel, and we do knishes. And the knishes are <laughs> the bomb. <laughs> so and then we're coming into my busiest time. It is Pace, pa- Passover, Passover right? Pesach. Pesach is right around the corner. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, we're going to get ready to wrap it up, but we are going to give you a couple of little tidbits for what we've got coming up. Um, we are going to have a, listen, I'm super excited about the next show. I love scheduling guests. And for those that are, please, if you are a business owner and you want to reach out to Marcy and I, see about coming in and, and chatting it and chopping it up, we would love to have you. Um, but Kathy Woolard is going to be on our next show and we are just beyond excited about having her come in. Um, for those that are unfamiliar with Kathy, she, uh, ran for mayor during the last election cycle. Um, she is a pioneer for LGBTQ rights in the city and the, the master of the Atlanta Beltline. Yes. Yeah. She is an amazing woman. She really is an amazing woman. I'm super excited about having her on as well. Breaking glass um, ceilings everywhere. Yeah, she is. And, you know, you can always watch Kathy on Sunday morning. She's on the side voice, you know. Yeah. She does the side show, which I think is hysterical and funny to see, you know, Kathy with all of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, she'll be here. She's excited. I'm excited. So, you know. It's great. We're taking, like, I have been sending, I've been telling all my friends, uh, if you have questions you want to ask her, please feel free to email me, uh, text Marcy. We'll get our names and our numbers out there for everybody, our uh, email addresses and things like that. Yeah, you can send it to the lesbo at peachatl.com. There you go. Send it off. Yeah, because it's going to be a really, really good show. We're super excited. And this is just the beginning. We're going to have lots of female business owners it's women's history month so we're gonna try to uh, accentuate our ladies this month mm-hmm. not that we don't love our boys because we love all of our boys out there our we brothers and everybody. sisters but we're gonna give the ladies a little credit this month so we're gonna have a lot of female business owners in here and uh we're gonna chop it up and we're gonna have a really good time doing it yeah so thanks for catching us thanks for listening to us and come back and see us again and we will see you next time for let's chat with marcy and ginger Are you looking to expand your business, seeking employment connections, or are you looking to grow your professional network? The Metro Atlanta Association of Professionals is Atlanta's first and oldest business association for professional members of the LGBT community and our allies. Looking for networking? There's a map for that. For more information about membership and being a part of their legacy, please visit their website at www.maapatl.org. Once again, that's mapatl.org.